<laughs> I like this a lot. Welcome back to Giggle Boys. I'm your host, Eli Halpern. And I'm Mike Eaton. And look, we're in the big room. We are in the big <laughs> studio with our guest, one of our favorite people, Ross Patterson. Bye. You've probably never heard of him. Uh, no, probably not. Probably not. Oh, um, daddy. You guys are in the Drinker Bros set today. Yeah. He said, hey, can, can you come on the show and be a guest? I said, of course. I go, you mind if we do in the Drinker Bros set? And you're like... Yeah, yeah, fuck it. Who cares? Yeah, it's so cool in here. Because the beauty of it is, is you guys are funny as shit. We asked you to be on the network, um, and you, you came on, and then we said, hey, you have your own room to decorate. And I was just watching your opening credits there. You've done nothing with it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Literally I got a flamethrower. You have a flamethrower, a samurai uh -huh. sword, and then uh -huh. cricket something. Yep, that's goldencricket.com. Golden yeah, 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 yeah. The yep. future of protein. Yeah. <laughs> Free sales. Uh, well, recently now. we took down the childhood picture of whoever. Was that you? It was, it was me as a child, yeah. Yeah, we yeah, took yeah, down yeah. your childhood picture. We were we both got, getting boners. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were like, this can't be so sexual. No, and I get it. And, I get it. And we replaced it with some tigers from my dead grandma. Oh, did you really? Yeah. What, how did she die? Uh, Alzheimer's. Oh, I She it was... forgot to stay alive. I, I <laughs> I thought it was from the Tigers. Yeah, no, that would be cool. It's cool too because I always thought of her as a very racist lady, and then she had these cool Oriental tigers that she clearly bought. Sure, or, or maybe you know they don't call them Oriental anymore if it's art or if it's a rug. Yeah, yeah. And was uh, were the tigers made? Were they rugs? Yeah, I got a nice tigers? Jew rug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever think about how bagels are like CDs for downloading Judaism? Yeah, uh, I think every time I eat one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then sometimes the, the, the Walkman is locked. Yeah. I nailed it. Uh, I had to. Because I still use a disc, man. Yeah. I think credit cards disc, are better for downloading Judaism. Probably. <laughs> Probably. I just watched, you guys watch Chappelle's new special? Yes. Yeah. 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 Space Shoes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't, awesome. is it me? Like, I didn't see any fucking problem with the whole goddamn thing. Or maybe, no. it, maybe it is me. No, there, I didn't see any problem, but I also was like, you're asking man, the wrong guys. First I wanted of all. him yeah. to be funnier. Well, it was so much, like, some of it was very funny, but a lot of it was just, like, he's so masterful at, like, spoken word as an art form. Storytelling, yeah. It's so interesting that even though it's not all pop, pop, pop funny, but, mm -hmm. like, Shane Gillis' special made me laugh harder than Dave Chappelle's, but Dave Chappelle's special, I shed a tear for the trans lady. Uh, who died at the end, yeah. Yeah. Actually? Yeah, I shed yeah. a tear. Well, I'm a big bitch. So gay. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Obviously, I just I just gave away the ending, but uh, yeah. whatever, man. Um, oh, he talks about her dying in another special. Yeah, a yeah, a yeah. lot of the times, I see these huge comics that I'm a big lifelong fan of, and I'm like, okay, a lot of these jokes wouldn't do that great at an open mic. No, and you know the weird thing about him is because we went to uh, uh, Rogan and Chappelle when they were at Stubbs, right? So we got to see it, and so I'd seen what he was working on early mm -hmm. on but like he was getting rocked um on these shows and yeah. uh and oh, because we were in the front row and i mean it was just getting absolutely obliterated and i was like man is it because of what's going on at the time or will this carry over into the special and when mm -hmm. i watched the special i was like shit no he was he was fine it was great i just think he's at a different point in his life yeah where st the storytelling aspect now has become part of his thing versus like gotcha bitch you know like yeah um which I, is, yeah he yeah took what, a very what bothers me turn. what bothers yeah. me is that a lot of his stories are just not true which 
not that there's <laughs> is, that, is that real yeah like uh, he didn't really beat up that lady <laughs> no but or like when he when he gave away twenty five thousand dollars worth of chewing gum in detroit because he hates the homeless that much uh-huh. like he totally could have done that and if i were him i would have for that story but he didn't. How do you know he didn't? Let me ask you that. I asked him. Oh, you did? Yeah. Um, what do you, and he said, no. Nah, man, it was just a bit. Yeah. And no then he shit. bought us all shots. Oh, that's funny. It's crazy, the though. The comedy be, store, baby. I feel funny. like, as a Jew, you would be like, how great that he got that story and didn't have to spend $25,000. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. How are you not, like, on his side completely? Our new CFO, we just hired as a hardcore Jew. Like, Hell practicing, yeah. like, orthodox. Steinowitz kind yes, of thing. Yeah. Yes. Cares about every fucking cent, and that's what you need. Oh. Yeah. Everybody in Hollywood who I had, agents, managers, publicists, all, that was a must for me. Where I was like, all right, great. They really fucking care. Yeah. Isn't it I, weird? Like, if you, you hire a Jew because they, they fucking care, and you're just attention like, Attention right, to cool. detail, man. They care about their paycheck. Yes. Yeah, uh, but therefore, they're going to care about your paycheck. special elevators for Saturdays, like, you're going to give a shit about my paycheck. Yeah, that's <laughs> totally. that's kind of my, like, pitch to my girlfriend of how she knows she can trust me. Because I'm like, if I, if I fuck you over, it's going to hurt me, too. And I'm very selfish. I don't want to be hurt. So, like. Yeah. Trust me. You have a girlfriend right now? Yeah. No way. What is she going to say about the ringworm? Uh, her mom's a doctor. She's helping out. Oh, she was the one? Because you had a medical emergency. You were late to your own show today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what happens with the ringworm? And what did, did you show her first? And where is it? Uh, let's not go into that. Why? That's it's life. gross. It's so what? I feel like a leper. I feel like dude. I, I had ringworm as a home. as like a teenager. Yeah, small so boy. I, I used to have. Uh, this is the craziest visual of you match. So in high school, mm-hmm. I'm like a rich kid in South Lake, Texas. Yeah. So I've got bleached hair. I'm wearing Affliction and Ed Hardy. Yeah. I've got jeans with like rhinestones and like stuff on the pockets. Mm-hmm. And I'm driving a Dodge Ram Daytona edition, bright orange with the spoiler. You remember those? That's a nice car. And I would be picking up twenty to twenty five bales of hay. And then driving and carrying that out to the horses in my like affliction at Ed Hardy to no feed way. my horse's head. You deserved ringworm. Yeah. 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 And we had barn cats and they, they gave us ringworm. No shit. Yeah. Um, you know what's weird is like uh, Ed Hardy and affliction has made a comeback. Like a lot of Mexicans are wearing it now because yeah. it's at like outlet stores. So a lot of the guys that are out working by mm-hmm. us, I see them in the, in, the, in the store every day, and they're wearing, like, true religion jeans and shit like that. So cool. Just, I know. <laughs> I think they look awesome. So do I. Is it weird that I want it to come back? So bad. Yeah. yeah dude, I want I it to want come back just so I'm better than even more people. No. I know. Dude. Do you guys, were you rocking Ed Hardy as well? I was not. I was. No. I was. I wore, like, I wore tight pants and skater shit, though. That was okay. like a Southern California Gay. thing. Got it, got it, got it. Got <laughs> that's it, got way it. worse. Not, that's not worse. No. Yeah. I had cool, like, ladies and roses with fun phrases. No, but, like, skateboarders <laughs> were cool. Like, they did vandalism and drugs and violence. Yeah, People and I did wore, all and, that with rhinestones on my pockets. Yeah. And then it got ruined. Those were hate crimes. Yeah, those were, those <laughs> were absolute fucking hate crimes. Whatever. Um, I got to meet the fucking owner of Ed Hardy. Christian Audichet? Yes. Um, I he, thought his name was Ed Hardy. Who's Ed Hardy? No, no right? No, it's, it's Christian Audichet. He's, Idiot. You know he's dead now, right? No. Yeah. And died. <laughs> can't yeah. believe I got that sad. You're welcome. <laughs> when? That's embarrassing. <laughs> what, when did he die? A few years ago. Um, oh, shit, that's he really... was so unimportant that none of us knew. No, not that at all. There was a, there was a, it was trending all over Twitter because everybody was like, yo, Ed Hardy, Ed Hardy, Ed Hardy, and like, will it come back again? I, I say yes, mm-hmm. um, but I was doing a movie in 05, 06, and uh, I'd gotten a call from him, and he was mm-hmm. like, hey, we've got this brand new brand, Ed yeah. Hardy. 
it would be great if you guys wore it in this movie and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, all right, cool. And I never heard of it, never seen it. And uh, showed up at his store. He invited me over to the store on Melrose. Yeah. And so uh, we get into the store. It was like me and like four or five members of the cast and the director. And then he just locks the door. I was like, oh, what the fuck's going on? And he goes, and he puts the clothes signed up and he goes, you, I want you guys to have whatever you want, whatever you want, whatever you want in the store. And then he just brought out bags, like four huge bags for all of this. And we just picked it off the racks and then brought it back. And uh, he ends up doing the movie. I became relatively good friends with him. And, uh, and we put him in it because he was such a character in real life. Wow. Yeah, that it was just like, holy shit. Um, and uh, he was a great fucking guy. And then cut to, you know, three or four years later, Ed Hardy's, everybody's like, fuck you. That Von Dutch was another one that everybody oh, was like, Oh, man, fuck they off. ruined it. Yeah. They um, ruined it because it was so cool. And Christian made a fuck ton of money. And the, oh, this is going to get dark. Mm-hmm. If you thought the death was dark, this is going to get darker. Um, so, I'm real dead. Yeah, you ready? 16-year-old me is jerking off to this story. Well, well <laughs> the guy I'm about to tell you about, about would have fucked 16-year-old you and then jerked off in your face. So, Ooh. Um, he, is he around? <laughs> no, he's dead, too. Damn it! No. Um, he Spoilers! Re- Christian fucking rented the Michael Jackson mansion where he died in uh, and OD'd in. And so Christian was the last one living in that afterwards, yeah. He was renting it to Michael Jackson, then it ended up living in it, and uh, it was like 50K a month, and I was like, I mean, mind was altered when wow. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. That's so cool. Did yeah. it come with the sleepy stuff? I hope. <laughs> like, I hope. Did, did like, you know pedophiles call non-pedophiles muggles? Did he really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, that's extra creepy, because that means they think that by fucking kids, they have magic powers. Well... I mean, most of them do, man. That's the fucking dark shit of it all. Where it's yeah. just like, they've got their own secret society and all that other shit. And it yeah. goes back like th- tens of thousands of years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know any of it. D- my co-host, Dan uh, Holloway, he knows all about the, the pedophile shit. And it was like, man, even the fucking uh, the Alex Jones shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Because we've had him on the show numerous times. And uh, he was driving this narrative home three or four years ago about the Epstein thing. And the mm-hmm. Lolita plane and everything else. And yeah, yeah, yeah. All of it. And I was like, man, I walked out of there because we had done uh, his show, InfoWars. I walked out of there and I was like, I, I, I like Alex. He's a fucking awesome guy. And he's, he's really hilarious. funny. And it's like, I think he's in on the bit. And like, yeah. I, I love Alex Jones. Um, I would have him on any time because he's, he's 100% that, in on the bit. He's that entertaining. He's also right about everything. He, well, not the Sandy Hook shit, obviously. But, but um, yeah, but he, he admitted recanted. and apologized for that. He, he did. But at that point, it's, it's too late. Like, people yeah. were going to the, the parents' house and shit like that. So, like, I understand what happened. Mm-hmm. But um, when we were there, it's when he kept driving on this narrative of uh, 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 Pizza Gate, uh, uh, all, all of it, and uh, Epstein, and they got this Lolita plane, and, and then the Clintons are involved. And I was not having any of it. I I closed my eyes and you sounded just like him. Yeah. That's incredible. I fucking, I was not having any of it. I left that day. I laughed and it was funny, but I left that day and I was like, yo, because the Sandy Hook shit, I think it just come out. Well, like you thought it was bullshit or was it disturbing? I thought it was total bullshit. Okay. And so I did not, I was like, there's no way. I was like, everybody would know what this is. Everybody would. And, and, uh, and I went on the show because everybody was asking how was, what was it like doing InfoWars? Yeah. And I told that story and I said, Look, he's an entertaining dude, but I don't believe any of his fucking shit. Yeah, if whatever. you look at all of the comments on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, on all of any of Alex Jones' videos before the pandemic, every single comment is just like, Alex Jones is out of his mind. Yeah. This guy is crazy. This is what happens when you wake up and start drinking at 7 a.m., shit like that. Yeah. Every single one after the pandemic and Epstein stuff was, uh, became like public knowledge, 
every single comment is, holy shit, I can't believe he was right. Yeah. Holy shit, Alex yeah. Jones is right about everything. You know the world's fucked when Alex Jones is right about things. Yeah, and, and it was one of those things where after it came true, mm-hmm. like the, the next time he was on the show, like I apologized for it, and I just said, hey, dude, I, I can't believe it. And he was just like, you know, all the, a lot of the shit that he said and uh, that led me to, this is a crazy story, that led me to this, the next time we were doing the show, we were doing this uh, uh, end of the year special, kind mm-hmm. of like a recap of the year or whatever, and we thought it'd be funny uh, to have Alex on. And so um, he did the show, and I said, hey, since you predicted the Epstein shit or whatever, I was, like, looking forward into 20. So we were in 2019 going into 2020. Yeah. And I go, uh, what do you think is going to happen with the election and all this other shit and blah, blah, blah. And I brought up Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah. And he goes, I, I, think, uh, I think she's going to die right before the election. Uh, I, I, I don't think she's going to make it. I think he's going to throw everything into turmoil. It's going to be this whole thing. And I was like, oh, shit. And then it came true. Wow. And so we played that clip on like Instagram and everything else. No shit. Yeah. Um, I think with him, he does actually get a lot of info, like, uh, like yeah. tons of tons. How of is info. he alive? I wish he would have told us about Norm. Oh, I know. That would have been a great fucking spoiler, Alex. Well, maybe if Norm was fucking gay, kids, we would have known. Norm's gonna yeah, die. Exactly. Norm should have been fucking kids. Yeah. If it would have made him live longer, I would have let him. Yeah. Did you guys know him? No. Yeah. Norm McDonald? I uh, was friends with his opener, uh, Jeremy McDonald. McKiernan, mm. uh, who's a hilarious comic in LA. Uh, but yeah, that, that was, it's such a sad one because there's so much of his content that I had yet to see that's gotten brought up by him dying. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just like now Silver you, ne- lining. you yeah. never get to have that. I, I will say this looking back at it, because um, the, the Chappelle special was uh, mm-hmm. dedicated to him at the end, which I was surprised by. I didn't even know they were friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or knew each other. But um, going back through his career after he died, because I was a huge fan. Um, all these little nuggets that he left along the way. It's like fucking Easter eggs. Like somebody, Wait, Chappelle brought up Norm? At, yeah, at, the, at the, the end of the special. At the very end of the special, there was a, a huge picture of them that just said, for, for Norm McDonald. Oh, I yeah. guess yeah. I didn't get that far. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, the thing about the age, I didn't know either. Um, mm-hmm. that, that popped up where he was always lying about his age. Yeah. Um, and it was really fucking funny. And so we He was back. actually 94, so it's not surprising. Yeah, well, he would say it all across the board, and he would do it everywhere. Yeah. And so to test the theory out, when I read this article, uh, you know, when everybody dies, they, they'll put out your shit on Netflix on the front page. So they put up the Norm show. Amazing. Amazing. And uh, so I just turned on ran- one random episode was with my wife, and I go, let's see if this is true. And it was Jane Fonda was the episode we pulled yeah. up. And uh, he's hitting on Jane Fonda in, this, in his show. And, like, you can't tell what's a bit and what's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he leans over and he goes, how old are you? But you never ask a woman. Jane Fonda didn't give a fuck, though. She yeah. was like, I'm 81. And he goes, ah, great. He goes, I'm 64. So he goes, I'm, I'm not that much younger than you. I'm only 17 years younger. And it was like, dude, he died at 61. Yeah. Um, you know? And I looked at the date on this thing, and it was like three years before. And I was like, he wasn't even close to that. Yeah, at like, all. Nuggets like that. And then the other things, of too, of like him getting wrapped up in his own bits, uh, especially with the Jane Fonda thing, like he kept kind of hitting on her. And you could tell, at least in my mind, I thought, the bit was, let's make her so uncomfortable that she just walks off the air. Yeah. And Jane Fonda was like, cool, I think I know what you're doing. Fuck you. And as he's hitting on her, at the end he goes, hey, hey, honey, how about a little kiss? How about, how about you give me a little kiss, okay? And Jane Fonda was like, cool, man, let's do it. And then she leaned over. You can see there was one shot, if you watch this, and there's a look in Norm's eyes where he was like, oh, fuck, is this going down? <laughs> She's grabbed him by the head and started making out with him. And I was like, 
And that's that, like all of it, you don't know. And that's what I love about him. You don't know what was real, what was not, what was for the bit, what was not. Same with the cancer, too. Like leaving your audience just with your comedy and not like this sad man dying, I think is the best way to go out. But nobody ever does it. Yeah. Um, they take the Tignataro route. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, look at me. <laughs> um, I'm sad. <laughs> I never thought she was funny. Same. She's, uh, she's funny as a comedic actor. I don't know. Where who she that plays is. the straight man. Uh, <laughs> ironically enough but, yeah uh, there's there's quite a few people that i feel like get forced into doing like multiple things uh-huh. that should have just stuck to what they were really good at you know well i think with her in particular and fuck man i hate to slam like a fucking cancer survivor but whatever, whatever. equality bitch exactly you want it you got yeah, it yeah yeah right we're all equal yeah we're all equal equal but, rights equal lefts but i didn't know her until that until mm-hmm. she did that one special where she took off her shirt mm-hmm. um and uh you know had the double mastectomy and then went yeah. into the thing gross. which is super brave it's gross. It, it is but like then I mean, burt kreischer does it every show every but, single you know. night yeah. yeah yeah men always do it better yeah <laughs> <laughs> You guys Burt Kreischer fans? Yeah. Huge. Yeah, big time. Are you friends with him in real life? No, not yet. Uh, I met him once. Yeah. He's a fucking rad guy. You always ask these questions so nicely because you forget that we're nobody yet. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know. Yeah, because the the thing is, like, you guys are so fucking funny that I just assume that you're, like, performing everywhere and you know all these fucking comedians. Dude, tonight I'm auditioning for the New York Comedy Festival. Are you really? Uh, yeah, Creek in the Cave is having. Oh, dude. The, so because Creek used to be in New York, mm-hmm. is that at nine? Yeah. So they they oh, had yeah. this thing, and they're like they invited a bunch of Austin comics. But what's so funny? So I get this lineup for who I'm on the show with tonight at nine. Mm-hmm. We're all auditioning, competing against each other. Uh, six of the ten people on the show are people that when I started comedy in Austin wouldn't answer DMs, wouldn't oh, yeah, talk yeah, to yeah. me. Like, if I was like, hey, can I buy you a drink? They'd be like, all right. Oh, you know? so it's on. So it's like all these people are like the old Austin comics have been doing it four or five years when I started. Yeah. And I leave LA and I come back and they're like, all right, you can try for the show. So it's like, man, I hope I do good. <laughs> do you want to fucking smoke them? Like, is that inside of you? Of Like, dude, I want to fucking kill them Mike, name names. Uh, no, I, I, <laughs> you can, you can say Colton Downing. It's okay. No, Colton, Colton is He's actually the only one. Colton's cool. actually the only one that was nice back then. I remember there was a, tr- uh, open mic at Mr. Tramps, mm-hmm. that shitty ass sports bar. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. At, like yeah, 180, yeah. like right by Cap City. Mm-hmm. So at Sunday nights and Wednesday nights starting at 10 PM after like fucking soccer or football be over, we'd go in this back room and do open mics. And Colton was always very nice to me. And now he, he's one of the owners of Creek in the Cave. Okay. So he booked me for it. But, like, all of the other people on the show are, like, OG Austin comics. So, yeah, there's definitely, like, a competitive part of me that's like, dude, I'm going to rip the fucking roof off. Be, like, that, that, that's the way you should approach it. I, I was just there a few weeks ago. I saw uh, Christina P. Amazing. Uh, Christina P. Yeah, she yeah. fucking destroyed. She's so funny. God damn it, dude. I was shocked. I was like, man, because I'd never seen her do, do stand-up before. But, mm. like, is she better than Tom? I don't know. It's, I, I mean, she's really fucking good. She's really fucking funny. Mother, Mother Inferior. Uh, her special on Netflix is great. I, yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Uh, I so I'm a huge Tom Segura fan. Same. I uh, look. He's awesome, but he's so good at podcasts that like, uh, I don't know. I, I just assumed Tom is funny. I didn't know with Christina, where it's yeah. just like. I mean, even his comedy is kind of uh, podcast format. It is. Just, well, no. dude, Tom even he's talks good, about. He's just a, he's a good talker. Like a lot of his hilarious. Like, they're not punchlines a mm-hmm. lot of the times. They're just like, okay, 
and then you, you laugh, and it's yeah. He, yeah. he just knows how to how to tell a story. Yeah, he's a great storyteller. Same with Chappelle. Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, as you get older, yeah, it's less and less about how many jokes. It's about the story itself. What's your favorite of all time? Then let me ask you that for standups. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's tough. You had one special, to one watch special over and over the rest of your life. Daniel Tosh, People Pleaser. Okay, uh, it's the one with all of the weird color names for the 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 tracks. He was so that's I think 2018 is when that came out. Mm-hmm. But his jokes in that special are was so, that the one in Irvine. I think so. But he has so many jokes in that special that I heard terrible derivative jokes of for, I still hear them, uh, by popular comedians that are just worse version of jokes that he recorded. And what blows my mind about him is like, uh, so for me, stand-up is an addiction. Like when, I, like when the pandemic hit and everything was shut down and I couldn't do anything, I was doing Zoom shows because I needed to scratch the itch. No shit. I was like, I, like, I have to perform in front of people. I have no self-worth outside of stand-up. How is that, though? Because you're not hearing, well, I mean, I guess you're hearing laughter, but. You, it, it's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. I mean, it's, it's not even akin to jerking off versus sex. It's uh, like sending a dick pic versus sex. Okay. Like, there's just like a little bit of a thrill that maybe there's a response, but, you know, it's, you know, that kind of thing. So, uh, I, I mean, should Tosh, he goes and records this album, but he doesn't go and tour very often. He does Tosh.0, and then he just does specials and, like, records shit in Vegas. Yeah, when I moved to L.A., um, he was on the marquee for the Comedy Store. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, I'm sorry, not the Comedy Store, uh, the Laugh Factory. Yeah. Um, And he was just Daniel Tosh. Daniel Tosh, you see it all the time, but he never did anything. And then he gets that fucking clip show, which is essentially America's Funniest Home Videos with a different spin on it, and uh, explodes... And he has more money than Jesus. So, yeah, uh, good for him because he was at it for a long fucking time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I never saw him at the comedy store or uh, no, 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 the Laugh Factory. It, for that laugh matter. Factory. Yeah. Is where, where I, I never he's saw probably him. only done like 40 sets at the comedy store. Yeah. Uh, he, I guess. He, yeah. He this was is so tied way, up in way back in the day. I mean, I'm talking like 20 years ago. So, OK. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's yours? Who's your favorite stand up? Uh, special stand up is, is different than the special. So okay. the special itself. I still have to go Martin Lawrence, You So Crazy. Okay. I've never seen it. I haven't it. seen that. Um, and it was because of the storytelling. We're so white. Same, same elements where mm-hmm. he plays different characters in the storytelling where it's like, um, like talking about smoking weed with his best friend and shit like that. Uh-huh. And then at the end, you know, the, his friend is like, man, I've been thinking about you for a long time, about the Bucky Boys, you know, cute little ass. And he goes into these voices for each character and you're just oh, like, yeah. you're in it. And we were just like, oh, shit. And then at the end, it was That's like, cool. man, you about to suck your dick. <laughs> and it's just like shit like that where you just told like a fucking six-minute story with all these characters to get to one joke, yeah. which is you, your buddy wanting to suck your dick as a child. And you're like, all right, great. And That's then it'll move awesome. on to other shit. He was one of the, the very best. And, uh, you know. Yeah. I don't my, know. Fa- my favorite comedian is Doug Stanhope. Oh, he's great. And um, He's crazy as shit. Yeah. Do you know who Andy Andrus is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be on the show soon. Yeah, I've been gotta, trying to link you guys up, yeah, and uh, yeah. they, they, they just they got, never got an email. Yeah, they, they just, got booked. Yeah, they got booked. Okay, uh, cool. maybe three or four days ago, I saw an email oh, for yeah. it. Paul Provenza, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I'm speaking of favorite comedians, uh, we we were talking about this. Uh, we recorded an episode yesterday that'll come out next week with mm-hmm. our friend Radu Bondar. Uh, we we're talking about sometimes you see comedians who like make you think like. Oh man, that's a whole. I didn't know that was allowed. Yeah, you know, and so uh, this guy Casey like, Rocket, like Bo Burnham or Dimitri Martin. I, I was going to say Casey Rocket because I wanted you to get to see a live version of the Worm Report 
Eli and I both saw Casey do comedy in Austin. He had just moved here from Boise. And we were both like, holy fucking shit, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. And there's no way to explain it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just so different. It's, if I had to categorize it, I'd say like absurdist and maybe like uh, adult swim derivative. But he's really his own. There's no one like him. Yeah. That's, and that's, I've been doing stand-up for like, I've been in the scene for like eight years. And I've been watching comedy for like 15 years. Been consistently performing for like five or six years. And I've never seen someone that has just blown me away like this. So I, I, I saw Dimitri when he very first got started um, in a basement. It was a Mexican restaurant in L.A. Uh, in the basement of it. Whitney Cummings used to host it. Nice. And it, was, it was like Wednesday nights at whatever, right? And uh, that was the same way that I felt when I saw Dimitri. And then little by little, it exploded. And then it became a fucking asshole. Um, yeah. yeah. Did he? Oh, yeah. So he had a show on Comedy Central. Mm -hmm. John Stewart produced it. Mm -hmm. Told John Stewart to go fuck himself. And, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because the first season was successful. And after that, it was like, and he did this Woodstock movie. He was the lead in it, where he was like the, 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 the kid. Yeah. Like the, you know. Where they break down the gates or whatever, and it's oh, it's, my, it's my father's farm and all that other shit. So like it was his, he was the lead. It was his movie, and he thought that was going to be it. And the movie bombed. Well, we actually have Casey Rocket yeah. in the Fuck studio Dimitri right now. Yeah. Now, do you really? Yeah. Are you guys ready? Are you ready to see it. the? Let's real? go to the Do worm, it. Report worm Report with Casey Rocket. Pew, 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 pew. Little ditty about Jack and the Worm, two American kids. Laying in the mud. <laughs> hey, it's Casey Rocket. Welcome to the Worm Report. <laughs> Big fun. Well, here we are again. Another stunning episode of the Worm Report uh, with all my friends and family. Before we get started, I just wanted to give a shout out to my good friend, the Worm. Uh, thank you, Worm. Worm, never forget a birthday. And Worm always gets the best Christmas presents. I remember last Christmas, the worm got me a brick. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with that? But I know it took a lot of work for him to get it to me. So shout out, dog. Thanks, big worm. <laughs> worm for life, baby. <laughs> All right. Today in worm history, the Dust Bowl. What were the worms doing? Fucking having fun. <laughs> Eating mud pies and shit. <laughs> Make a car out of mud. Drive it to the farmer's market. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Worms are flourishing and humans have dust lung. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Uh, how to tell if your baby worm's big enough for the big water slide. <laughs> uh, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he if he goes off that thing wrong, whoo, baby. God damn, he'll probably, oh, god damn. <laughs> He's liable to fly into space or some shit. You don't want to risk it. You know what I always say, though? If he's old enough to slide, he's old enough to serve our country. Put him, <laughs> put him in the Navy. Put the, na put the worm in the Navy. See what he does. I bet he can float. <laughs> Number three, the... The trail of mud, worms on the trail of tears. We all, rem 
We remember when William Howard Taft kicked all the worms out of Oklahoma. Fuck you, dude. Why'd you do that to all our worms? And that's why all the worms live in Milwaukee now. I don't know if you've ever been there, but the place sucks, man. Worms driving taxis can't even reach the fucking gas pedals. Worms in the trunk of your car. Where am I going to keep my suits at? <laughs> Worms taking our guns. How am I supposed to protect my small business, you piece of shit? <laughs> and lastly, <laughs> uh, the Watergate scandal. <laughs> what did Nixon really find in that hotel? Recently released documents from the Pentagon suggest... He just saw a worm and a fucking lazy boy, and he got super scared. <laughs> and he was such a bitch about it, he had to resign in disgrace. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Worm and a lazy boy, I'd give him a damn high five. <laughs> and that'll be it for me. Another riveting episode of The Worm Report. <laughs> Thank you. My God, man. Where yeah. did you find this guy? <laughs> yeah. Rehab. Yeah. At, at comedy. Fuck, he's good. Uh, yeah. That's really fucking funny. Is that what he does on your show all the time? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he just he, The worm report, he just tells us about worms. Uh, we we, learned- we've been in talks about maybe switching over to a different uh, animal. Sure, sure. I Same premise. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, do you guys have a sponsor to read? We do. Yeah. Can you believe that? And I can't. I know. Eli Our cannot. first sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> Eli uh, uh, is learning about podcasts, and on them, sometimes we do ad reads. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought we would do I'm one actually of- teaching Mike about podcasts. Shh. <laughs> I'm learning. Yeah, you're learning. Super Nintendo Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you got? You want to uh, Mint that, Mobile. Uh- Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Yeah. Uh, they're an amazing phone company. Run. By the sexiest man alive, yeah. Ryan Reynolds, yeah, yeah, or yeah. owned by them. Yeah. I just saw their new commercial with uh, Martin Short. It oh. was him and Martin. Or no, I'm sorry. Uh, fuck, who is the guy who played uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Uh, uh, Rick Moranis. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Ian Moranis. In the, I almost in the said Mid-Mobile Andy Melanakis. <laughs> I was going to say Ricky Duran. Close. That's incredible. Close. Uh, you want help with this, Reed? Yeah. I'll give, you, uh, I'll give you some help with it. Yeah, I would love some help. After years of fine prints, contracts, and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, is that there's always a catch. So, when I first heard about Mint Mobile, you guys, obviously. Yeah, yeah when we first heard about we, Mint Mobile. Uh, Mint Mobile's on ours as well, um, on another show, so this is easy. Uh, service is starting at just 15 bucks a month. I thought to myself, where's the catch? But after speaking with them and using their service, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service only online. By cutting out retail stores, there's no crazy overhead costs. Uh, They get passed down to you in the form of mystery fees. Instead, Mint just passes on sweet savings direct to you. For people looking for extra savings, Mint Mobile offers, uh, offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk, text, high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone or any Mint Mobile plan. Keep your same phone number along the way. Or you can transfer all your existing contacts over and use a different number if you want, like if you're Eli. Yeah. (laughs) God knows who hits you up in the middle of the night. I get the weirdest text from you, like fucking uh, 1.30 in the morning. So God knows who else you're texting. Yeah, just you. Change your number. Uh, and if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven-day 
money-back guarantee. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for 15 bucks a month uh, and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash giggle. That's mintmobile.com slash giggle. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash giggle. That way... You know, you know what the reads are. Now, yeah, yeah, that's perfect. That's amazing. Did you do yeah, them? You said you did them before. Yeah, we we were sponsored by Manscaped. Okay, then, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. They then, canceled our sponsorship because Mike went on vacation. Well, that's gonna happen, you know. Yeah, uh, that's gonna happen with Manscaped. They they were out of us. Uh, we were with Manscaped for a little bit too, and then they were out. I can tell you the, the honest problem with Manscaped is their product was so goddamn good. You only really needed to buy it once. I was yeah. just like, fuck, dude. Yeah, well, like, for I, real. Like I have, I have one. Me and my wife fucking use it, and it was just like, all right, that's what I'm saying. Sweet, but what am I? It's it's a great product. Uh, yeah, you should be like, listen, honey, it's not called womanscapes. Yeah, <laughs> it's not called bitchscapes, yeah. right? <laughs> God damn. Um, yeah, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, uh, that's a good time. I didn't realize that Ryan Reynolds owned that company. Yeah, he owns a lot of shit. Yeah. So back in the day, he, two guys, a girl, and a cell phone place. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, back in the day, he put all of his money into like a lot of fucking crazy shit. He's real rich. Him like and the Ashton Shaq Kutcher. approach. Uh, yeah, him and Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher's one of the richest dudes ever. Dude, so I, uh, I met Mark Brazil, the creator of that 70s show. Okay. Uh, and I was talking to him about Ashton Kutcher and uh, about the hat, because he gave Ashton Kutcher the like, trucker hat mm-hmm. that he wore forever. Yeah. And that like, sparked a whole craze that had like, secondary effects in the promotional products world where I used to work. So Ashton Kutcher yeah. was like uh, the golden child of the hat industry. I think it was a John Deere hat, right? Yeah, it, the first he one? did a Von Dutch hat for a long That's time, right. too. That's right, yeah. Uh, but it was just the mesh back front hat. You know, that yeah. was just that kind of hat got popular because of him. Uh, but so Mark Brazil was telling the story. Do you know about his beef with Judd Apatow? Uh, Ashton Kutcher's? No, uh, Mark Brazil. No. So Didn't Mark, you tell him to like go kill himself? Or something? Yeah. He says, "I hope you get cancer and die." And like they they get in this like super intense email exchange that's like you know like what I do on Facebook all the time. Yeah. Just yeah, like yeah. just like go kill yourself, you fucking piece of shit. And they're yelling at each other back and forth. It's okay when it's to strangers. Yeah, it's okay to strangers, but they're two pretty famous people. And then Judd Apatow just balloons to fame. And so when we're at this panel. Like, everybody's asking, like, your best comedy advice. And Mark Brazil just looks at the crowd and goes, don't ever tell the most famous comedy director of all time to get cancer. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's pretty good advice. But if he, he created that 70s show? Yeah. The last, like, three years, they were each getting a million an episode. The actors were. So God only knows what Homeboy got. He's yeah. fine. Yeah. He's oh, fine. no, he's totally fine. He, yeah. was, he was doing the Portland Comedy Festival, like, as a favor. And it was, like, him and Bruce Valanche, like, hanging oh, out yeah. on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, he looks Eli, like what me the fuck, bro? if I just ate mayonnaise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't know who Bruce Belanche is? Wrote all the Oscars, all that other shit. I'm more surprised that Mike doesn't just eat mayonnaise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, let's see, I used to play fucking softball with those guys back in the day from that 70s show. How oh, that's awesome. Scientologist. Yeah. Was the creator Scientologist? No, he was normal. He didn't try to recruit me or anything. What's, what's the deal with that, Scientology in... Hollywood. I, I can't figure it out. So I, I used to play with Danny and those guys on a softball league uh-huh. um, right across the street from the studio. Uh-huh. Um, and I'd kind of fill in here and there because we, we were shooting movies and all that other shit. And uh, they were great guys. Yeah. I didn't like he's going through some fucking aggressive. He's going through. Well, a he did some rape right now. Right? right. Yeah. I don't know. And that's the thing is with Scientology, 
what I don't know what the fuck goes on. In well, there. I actually went to the Scientology centers in Hollywood when I lived there uh, on a number of occasions, and uh, for the, parties or to actually be in it. I just wanted to see what was going on. Okay. So the first time I went, I was uh, this is like peak alcoholism. Yep. I'm drinking a beer on the way in there, and uh, I take the tour. I ask him a little about uh, who's that? Who's the alien god? L. Ron Hubbard. Oh, Xerxes or not? Zenu. Uh, Zenu. Yeah, Zinu. I'm asking about about Zenu. They're kind of brushing it Is off. Is he here? Yeah. <laughs> can, can I meet him? <laughs> and then uh, they they take me into a room and they're like, "So what do you think you need help on?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I think I'm pretty fucking perfect." And then uh, I guess if I had one thing, it'd be my alcoholism. And yep. they're like, "Okay, well." We have a class. It's uh, $250. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not trying to spend any money. And he's like, okay. Well, we have a brochure that, uh, and I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll take a brochure. And he's like, yeah, it's $5. And uh, and again, I'm not trying to spend any money. He's like, you're not trying to spend $5? And I was like, no. (laughs) And uh, they were pretty much just like, all right, well, kind of like, go fuck yourself. We want your money. So the way I interpreted it as uh, was a, um, a college of therapy. Like, you sign up for these classes that are, like, self-help. I, I, so I have an alternative theory about it. And yeah. it's, a, it's a theory. Like, I, I have no idea if it's fucking true or not. Um, I have had a f- couple friends go into it, but they were super fucked up. Like, one was an alcoholic, one was a drug addict. And I think they take people at these low moments and then tell them that it's self-help and therapy and everything else. Low then, moments, high net worth. Yes. And then they, they get all their money from them. Even if, I don't even think most of these people are crazy rich or anything, but it's people willing, and like, to be willing enough to part with their money. Yeah. So, we, I had a friend who did a similar thing that you did. You take an IQ test, or at least you did back in the day. Um, so, she went in there and she was like, fuck this, I want to see what this is all about. Uh, took the IQ test. Now, the thing about it is, is you can't be too high or too low. You've got to be right in the middle so they can fucking brainwash you and do all the shit. Like, yeah. uh, like being a cop. Or, yeah, yeah, uh, like, fuck, man, there's a bunch of shit like that, where it's just, it's this mentality of, like, hey, dude, we can change everything uh, about you and, and all that other shit. Um, and you yeah. come out of there, like, like fucking selling those pyramid schemes for makeup It is. Shit. It's 100%. The, it's the just second, sexy for God. Yeah. The second time I went to a Scientology center, they asked me to leave. Oh, they did? So they, they had a like, comedy hey, open mic. Because they had a very long, uh, like, fill in the bubbles about my personality traits and i was like i don't want to sit here for an hour and a half so i just filled them in very fast and they were like how'd you do that so fast and i was like i'm really good with paperwork zenu told me (laughs) (laughs) and they were like you're gonna have to leave you're not taking this seriously Mm. and um i think i caused a bit of a scene i just started yelling about z i was hammered it was hilarious but uh yeah you just started yelling about Zeno and shit? And then they, uh, they had me hold the, uh, the Thetan measurers. Thetan. Thetan measurer. The, the, you hold these two rods. Right. And they're like, hold them very still. And then I'm just squeezing them, and the thing's going up. And I'm like, these are just pressure sensitive. And they're like, you're not supposed to do that. And I was like, well, naturally, I'm going to involuntarily clench my fist if I'm holding something. So this device is not uh, really good for anything other than telling how hard I can squeeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a friend that grew up in, like, the C-Ward of Scientology. So he C-Ward? Had, no shit. So he had to do, like, I mean, essentially slave labor. Yeah. Uh, and was, like, it, pretty traumatized by the whole event. Uh, and he became a very popular YouTuber 
uh, I won't say his name because I don't want to drop all of his business like that and then out him. But is he still in Scientology? Uh, no, he left Scientology. He got out of it. Now he's in the uh, like loan officer world, which is where I met him. So that was my last job in L.A. It was like, coaching loan officers. No shit. Yeah. Why are loan officers such scumbags? Not all of them are, but quite. I a was a loan officer. I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, it's. I think it's because it's like one of those jobs, like realtor, where you need. There's almost no barrier to entry. Like if you just have desperation and the willingness to pick up a phone, you can make a pretty good chunk of money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just lied on my resume. Yeah. I think that is the best advice you can give people. For, who are looking for jobs. You've got to lie about everything. And then when you get caught, it's super embarrassing. Uh, so, yeah, by the time you get caught, you have already made money. No. I, I, there, was one, there was one gig that I lied and yeah. show up and they didn't pay me. And they were like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, shit. Yeah. So was I, it for entertainment stuff? It was, yeah. And I lied about uh, it, was, uh, it was shooting a fucking. I guess I'm saying more corporate stuff. Oh, Like maybe. I have a friend who just got a job at Google. Really? And he, is, he didn't even know what a synonym was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how's he doing over there? Uh, pretty good. He's, he's, uh, he's good with people. I don't know. <laughs> he's, uh, he's a rapper. I showed you him. I don't want to say his name, but he's Dude, a, he's I a have great this rapper. Thing. I like to lie to strangers, especially when I'm really drunk. Uh-huh. And I just tell them I'm on Netflix. Because, like, my idea is, like, in their head, like, these people are going to go and type in Mike Eaton on Netflix. Yeah. And then as someone at Netflix is going to be looking at them, like, why'd 40 people search for this person that's not on here? <laughs> like, we got to find out about this Mike Eaton guy. And I started doing it before I, I'd even done, like, any open mics. Like, I did a, my first open mic in 2016, and mm-hmm. then I didn't, like, really start comedy until 2018. But the whole time, I was just lying and saying I was a comedian to people because it felt good. Yeah. And... Uh, one time I did it, I was flying from LA to Austin. I had a layover in Phoenix and, uh, I wanted to take a dab on the plane. Ugh. It was the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. So I was like, you know, what, what can I get away with? Did yeah, you mask. mention that you were on Xanax? I wasn't on it yet. Oh, so okay. I, so I, I took the Xanax later, but so I, I, I get on the plane, uh, and I take a dab in the bathroom. And when I'm coming back, a piece of my dab rig falls off and lands in this couple's lap. And I'm like, oh no! <laughs> like, like, that's and it's all this sticky. Is, it's a gooey. Glass. It's all sticky oh, yeah. from weed, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like a glass thing. And I'm like, uh, hey, can I have that back? And they're like, what is it? And I'm like, it's, it's a toy. <laughs> you know? So they hand me this thing back. So we we get to the connecting flight in Phoenix. So I'm sitting at the airport bar, and I'm all like freaked out about this. Mm-hmm. So I take a bunch of Xanax. I took like two milligrams of Xanax. Oh, yeah, and then started drinking full Z bar, huh? Yeah, yeah. and then. The couple comes and sits next to me, and they're like, hey, were you smoking weed in the bathroom? And I got so panicked. I was like, no, I was jacking off. <laughs> and Not then a I felony. Thought, yeah. And then I thought about it. And I was like, I dropped a sticky toy in their lap. Like, I can't say I was jacking off. Like, Sorry, that was in my asshole. You yeah. know? So I was like, yeah, I was smoking weed. And they're like, oh, what do you do? Are you not worried about like getting fired if you get caught? And I was like, I'm going to talk about it at work. You know, like I, I'm a comedian, and they're like, "Oh, have we seen you anything?" And I was like, "Yeah, perfect time to lie." I'm on Netflix. Like, no way. Fucking yeah, I'm on. Well, Netflix. There's a huge flaw in the social fabric of humanity that the most successful people all have one thing in common, and they're all liars. So if you want to get ahead in life, just lie a bunch. Personally, Maybe. I don't like that route, but it works. Sure. Oh, so, but the, so I get to Austin. Uh, the Xanax is starting to hit. I walk into the rental car companies and I say, who has the fanciest car? <laughs> and the guy at Alva's like, I have a Camaro. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, fucking sold, dude. So I rent the Camaro. I get full coverage. I drive it downtown. I wreck into a guardrail. 
And I'm like, hey, I got hit. And they just bring me a new car. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is. I have a very similar story. I was like, this is insane that it works that way. So I leave. I go downtown. I end up just having a great time on 6th Street. I get an ass tattoo. Mm-hmm. And I tell this story on stage because it's real. So I get an ass tattoo. And I don't know why I got it. But it's of an avocado. And ah. it says asvocado. It's great. So I was like, what the fuck is that about? So I wake up the next morning. I have a different car than I remember renting. Like, I'm so confused. And then I try to figure it out, and I go back down to 6th Street. I take more Xanax, and I run into the couple from the bar. And they're like, Mike, we looked. Your stuff got taken down off Netflix. You're not there anymore. Shut the fuck up. And I have to be like, oh, no. (laughs) That's that's terrible. How am I going to eat? It's a two-year contract. Uh, you You don't know, you know? Like you was, never understand. You don't do comedy, the yeah. comedy. Oh, I just immediately went to like being sad. I was like, oh, what do I do? <laughs> Guys, you got to get me back on Netflix. Send them an email or something. <laughs> the, the statute of limitations just ran out on this story. Yeah. I, I got a very, very similar story. I was renting. Uh, this is before I knew Mike, years before. Yeah. I was renting a car in Dallas. I was on a layover and I missed my flight because I was on a bunch of Xanax and drinking. So I got, um, I don't drive drunk ever. I'm not just saying that. I am already a terrible driver. I didn't ask. <laughs> but I was I driving drunk. You did, yeah. I was driving drunk this time, and I was on Xanax, and, which is a terrible thing to do. But I got the full coverage, and I put this on my Snapchat story. I just found the video, like, the other day. And I'm just filming me driving the car and then just flooring it into poles and walls and i'm just running into shit laughing hysterically i bring i think i had the car i was on a 24-hour layover i don't know what else happened in this time frame we're at what city in dallas okay i was flying from california new york layover in uh, dallas and um i bring it back the car is all fucked up yeah this black lady's working and she's like what the hell happened to your car and i was like oh this guy hit me and she was like (laughs) Well, did you call the police? And I was like, nah, you know, they don't ever do anything. And she's like, well, damn, all right. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> and then I just. No shit. And then I did that six more times. And then I went into uh, Enterprise and they're like, you're uh, banned for life from here. <laughs> no shit. And I was like, well, it took you long enough. But uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. if that's the case, why are you still holding my ID and credit card? Yeah. Right. And then he's like, oh, uh, here's that back. Yeah. Went over to Hertz. Smooth sailing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and your, your reign of terror never fucking ended? I did. Yeah. After that, I was like, I'm going to need to rent cars in the future. In your life, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a useful service. I was, I was a young boy. Sure, 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 sure. Vandalism was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, you're a guy that it looks like it's a lot of fun. Like, it's still a lot of fun. For have you. you done any fun crimes that, like, the statute of limitations have run out on? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Um, Isn't that like a fun thing you're waiting on? Like you have all these time bobs like, ooh, one day I can talk about this. There's a ton. But like they, then you start <laughs> to look at these fucking celebrities like, you know, like Danny Masterson when you're like, or Bill Cosby. I, I didn't rape anybody. Yeah. I want that clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But we've been anti-rape for a long time on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A long time. Before it was trendy. Um, <laughs> we've been anti-rape on this show. But uh, no, we, uh, you don't know what they're going to bring up anymore. You're like, hey, dude, are we good on that? Or is that thing fine? Or whatever the fuck it is. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I've said a lot of fucked up shit. So if I ever get canceled, I'm gonna be a rapper. Are you? That's my backup plan. Uh, if I get canceled, I'm out of here. Yeah, <laughs> gone. Social media, gone. All of it, gone. Just disappear and be like, all right, great. That's what happened. That was that. Dude, if I get canceled, I'm just gonna black out for everything for six months. 
and then I'll just come back. You I'll come so? back as a Christian. Okay. You know uh, that guy uh, uh, Milo Boom Gang. Milo did that too. Oh yeah. Boom Gang used to. He got famous on on social media for stealing stuff. Yeah, he was. He would literally just rob places. Like he would he, just walk into Popeyes and grab his own chicken, and they'd no be like, shit. and then he would just go boot gang, and then just run out. And there's just hundreds of videos of him committing crimes and then running away and filming it, <laughs> yelling boot gang. I want to say it's insulting to comedy, but it was very fun to watch. Yeah. Very fun to watch. So that guy uh, decided now I love Jesus and I've repented, and he's got three million followers on Instagram. So Milo Yatnopoulos, yeah, um, yeah, 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 he did the same thing. I haven't heard it from him in a while, dude. So uh, last, because he was on the show during like the height of his shit. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he was a really funny, smart guy, by the way. Obviously, we. Yeah, did a, I totally forgot he existed. I used to listen to him all the time, all the time. And um, then he said that he was happy that he got raped as a kid, and everyone was like, "You're, done. you're, you're done." Yeah. Um, Which, we, like, we you can f- say that we did a fucked up episode in a hotel room with him where we were in uh, Newark, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And he lives in New Jersey, and he and he goes, whenever you're in town, just hit me up and I'll do the show. And I was like, hey, we have this layover in Newark. We're gonna rent the suite. At this uh, it was the shittiest hotel of all time. And we had him come up to the suite and we filmed it, and it's it's up on our YouTube channel somewhere. But uh, he was really fucking funny, and uh, uh, he was married to this black dude. Yeah. Um, and he's got kids and some other shit, and he was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm good in life. Like, I made enough money, and I don't really give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And then he popped up, like, a year ago, and he said that he'd converted to, like, Christianity and all this other shit, and I don't know what happened to him. Shit. So, yeah. That's such a, like, a hard niche to get into is the converted gay Christian. Because they, like, they want you to denounce gayness if you're going to go full Jesus. And I, th- I thought the Pope said you can be gay and Christian I now. think he did. He denounced gayness? I think he did, yeah. Oh, uh, wow. That's the worst. Uh, that, uh, that's the thing I hate the most is people that are gay that can't be gay. Well, you can just pray it away. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, what Mike Pence did. So. No, the Pope said the Bible allows you to be gay. Uh, no, no, no. And then he, then he took it back. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So he what happened of, was he got, got a lot of shit, and it went on for about two years. And truthfully, it's all money. Politics yeah. money. Well, yeah. money. Dude, and I want so to see what's in those Vatican The gays balls. weren't spending enough money with the, with the Catholic Church. Yeah. They're like, fuck this. We're, we're out of here and no more gays. Well, yeah, they're too busy getting paid for being priests. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they're for real, they were money, like, no, we're done. It. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, But speaking of Milo, I was watching uh, <laughs> Ben Shapiro the other day mm-hmm. talk about the, the wet-ass pussy thing about how he was... Uh, it was on our show, yeah. 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 That was on your show? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw that clip and, I, and he was like, come on, I was joking. And I was like, no, 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 you don't get to do that. You're not a comedian. Yeah, so I, I fact-checked it later. Because I, I was like, yo, dude, what? Like, is that real? You know, yeah. it's a convenient answer, and he's really funny. I went back into his archive of shit. Apparently, yes, he's been doing that for years. He and does. I, I didn't know it. But because he wasn't Ben Shapiro yet, mm-hmm. he, he does a bunch of, he'll try a bunch of things where you're just like, oh, all right. Cool. And, like, in real life, I've had, we had lunch with him for, like, four and a half hours one day. Mm-hmm. He invited us over to his place. Very smart, very fucking funny, and mm-hmm. like, uh, he knew he knew he was in on the bit a lot more than you know. I was like, all right, great, like, good, good dude all the way around. So when I uh, moved to LA, I moved into a house with three other dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of them were in an awesome band called Thompson's Rage, and the third one was a loan officer who owned the house. Uh, I was this awesome dude named Cole Strange. He's a veteran. He does home loans for veterans. His VA guru shit. He's awesome, but. Cole loves Ben Shapiro, yeah. and Cole is also extremely frugal. 
So Cole lived in the back house, and we lived in the main house, and that was where the only bathroom. No, just uh, he's dating a Jewish girl, but yeah, yeah. that's worse. Yeah, no, it's not. I married one. They're great. So Uh, (laughs) you're proving my point. So, uh, (laughs) so there's only one shower for the all four of us dudes. Cole had to wake up and go to work early in the morning to do adult work. Uh So all three of us would wake up at seven seven thirty every morning to Cole playing Ben Shapiro and taking a shower. So my alarm clock for like two years was Ben Shapiro's nasally ass voice. Oh, that's funny. And it was so fucking funny just because. Did know, it ever intercept your dreams? In California, there are not a lot of uh, people that are Ben Shapiro fans. And there's not a lot of right-leaning people, especially. Yeah. And so like when I would go out of town, because I'm, I'm uh, like a piece of shit. I'm on like Dan's side. I hate everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like I'd go out of town and Cole would like hang a Trump flag on my door just to fuck with me. But Ben Shapiro, like, as much as I like some of the stuff he says and as much as I appreciate him being in on the bit, yeah, he was my alarm clock for two years, and I hate him. <laughs> With every fiber of my being, if I ever hear him talk, I'm going to start punching him so I can go back to sleep. Like, <laughs> You know, the wildest shit about him was uh, everybody, you're right, in California is left, and I fucking hated him. Uh, he was shooting that entire time in the valley. Incredible. Yes. And, Incredible. And, and so when we got the address, uh, I was like, oh, fuck. I know where this is at. Because I used to use this casting director over there. Yeah. Um, but it was in, like, Van Nuys. Wow. Yeah, where you were like, you know, you pass Vivid, you pass all the shit. Yeah. And you used to get to this non, you would go to this non, like, descript building similar to this. Where you're just like, yeah, where the fuck am I? And uh, you go, we went up to, like, I think it was, like, the seventh floor. As soon as you get out of the elevator, you're signing a bunch of NDAs and whatever. And uh, uh People are after him all the fucking time. Yeah. And I asked him when we were at lunch, I was like, how do you fucking walk around this city with this? And he was like, well, I want an armed guard. Like, <laughs> for, for real? And he goes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the address here public? Uh, I don't think so. Because you had, you had a fan come in the other day. A bunch. So if, if, if they hit us up on Instagram, we'll just give them the address. And then anybody's welcome to come in and watch the show. We get mail too yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So I would imagine it's pretty it, public. I would imagine it is, but uh, not that we care because everybody's pretty fucking cool. And then there's so many guns in here that it's like great. Yeah. Dan's just looking for an excuse to fucking to shoot somebody. To Where? Side kill. Where are they? Like, yeah, yeah, fucking dare. Him. Yeah. If you push this button, one pops out right here. Yeah. yeah it was. It was one taped under here for a while. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> gone now. Um, yeah, but Dan carries one in. Uh, mine's usually in like my backpack. I get one in the truck, and it's mm-hmm. just like very cool. Now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Texas concealed carry, baby. Well, now it's open, so you can do no license, no whatever. It's just like, hey, I got a gun. Here you go. Yeah, <laughs> you need a license for it? No, you don't, sir. Yeah, it, open I can't carry have a gun too? because yeah. I get sad. Yeah. <laughs> open carry. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I I I have I've never taken my gun out, even though Actually, I can. I think I'm pretty sure it's just concealed. I think it's just concealed. Yes, yes which is yes. which is worse. They keep passing. I would like, rather someone open carry than concealed. You keep seeing it on the news of like all the bills that the governor's passing, and you're just like, what? What the fuck? Uh, okay, cool, cool. It, cool. it came out just in time for the abortion ban too, because you yeah. can just take care of that problem right there. Boom. I mean, because there's not a lot did of you hear the, stairs here. Did you hear the Texas? Uh, a, a Texas judge is refusing to enforce the abortion ban. Uh, yes. Yeah. Where? And then then. Also, they're suing it. I think Biden's suing the state for it as well. And like, I think Biden should only be allowed to sue if he gives opening remarks. Do <laughs> you imagine? Well, uh, <laughs> as uh, uh, the, abortion, my uh, uh, ladies, my little uh, friend Tandy used to rub my leg hairs. And... <laughs> I don't think that all children should be born so that I can smell their hair. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> my official stance. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. I, I don't know what's going to happen with all this shit. Me either. And I also don't care what anybody votes for either. I'm like, hey, At dude, that's what a democracy is. And you'd just be a fucking hypocrite if you were like, it's oh, awesome. You got it. Yeah. yeah. I, I was talking about how ancient Egypt was probably a more advanced civilization than this. And someone was like, now, nah, how is that possible? Like, what could have caused the collapse of such an advanced civilization? And I'm like, I don't know. They probably had like a president like Biden at the time. And <laughs> it's always we're pussy. probably pretty close to. It's always that. pussy. It's always pussy. That's what it is. When I was in a twelve-step program, uh, one time these two dudes came in from Chicago to be guest speakers, and one of them, uh, I swear to God, he was just like uh, J.B. Smoove. Okay, mm. he looked and sounded just like him, and he got there and he's like, "A man will ruin his life over colors, pink and green." <laughs> it was just like. <laughs> Man, that's so true. Oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've never seen somebody consume this many liquids before on a show. Yeah, he's... That's uh, an energy up. drink, two white claws, a beer, and then you're on a topo now. Yeah. Well, I want to stay hydrated. I also don't want to get tired, and I want to catch a little buzz. Sure, 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 sure. I like all of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a great decision. <laughs> the old athlete's oh. cocktail. Hey, so you're a great person say. to ask for advice on this. Go ahead. We're doing our first Giggle Boys live oh, November shit. 20th. We're at? At Easy's Listening Lounge. Okay. So this Native awesome, Hostel. So this dude, Evan yeah. Duval, has started this awesome uh, little studio in the back of Native. Yeah. They, I mean, they have so much awesome space there. Tons. But he built out a really great sound quality studio, mm-hmm. and every Wednesday they do comedy there. And it's fucking great. And then Thursdays they do live podcasts. But we're going to do a Saturday live Giggle Boys. Uh, so we're going to have a live worm report. But It's know, not the best for stand-up, but it is the best for a live podcast. Yeah. yeah. So what, what advice can you give us? Um, I would have people from the crowd come up. We're already doing that. We got a microphone yeah. set up to do that. Because like, you want to hear from your listeners. And like their crazy stories and what they think about you guys and everything else. And yeah. We're also doing it live, so we'll be interacting with the live. One hundred percent, and that's the best. So like when we do these live shows and we and we actually go live with like, do we uh, have any listeners and shit like that? You'll get wild ass shit. I mean, for us, do we have any live chatters right now? Uh, you know, I'm not on there, um, but uh, I can be. Um, the best one because you don't know who you're gonna get was we were in uh, Florida. We were doing this episode with a, a girl who specialized. In clown pornography, what? <laughs> yeah, what is that? And she uh, was in character. Cholera, uh, cholerophilia. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Is that what it's called? Yeah, okay. It's cholerophobia, fear of clowns. Cholerophilia, right. love of clowns. Yeah, perfect. Uh, I still remember her name. Her name was uh, Miss Quinn or that Miss Quinn or something like that on uh, Twitter. Perfect. Uh, Colin uh, Quinn transitioned. Yeah, 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 yeah Got yeah. into clown porn. Yeah, but during it, so she was part of the first interview. And we started bringing up live people, and we, were, we did it at somebody's house. Mm-hmm. We did it at a listener's house, and it was fucking rad. Um, one guy uh, was in the hot tub in, of this guy's house, because we were doing it at the house, and there was like 200 people there at this house. We were doing this live show. And, uh, and the guy's in the hot tub, and he's just fucking screaming drunk or whatever. And I was like, come on up, dude. Where? He's like, oh, man, I fucking love you guys or whatever. And I was like, awesome, man. I love you, too. I was like, what's your story? Where are you from? And he goes, man. I'm from Mississippi, and I just, you know, I just, uh, I just got out here. Ooh, we like, have 221 in the live chat. Okay. So, so he goes, uh, I go, great. Um, what do you mean just out here, like in Orlando? We were shooting in Orlando, Florida, and he goes, no, 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 just out of prison. <laughs> yes. And I was like, what would you go to prison for? And he goes, attempted murder. And I was like, oh, shit. And so 
he starts telling this story and like uh you know he's getting closer and closer and i'm backed up against this there's a pool behind us yeah so like we have all this electrical equipment and shit and i'm like i have nowhere to go he's yeah. here dan's here and i'm just i'm sitting next to this guy and like he was friendly and all that shit but like it could have turned dark pretty quick but i was just like holy shit and like yeah him and his lady were in the, this, the hot tub of his house just buck naked in front of like 200 people incredible yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, prison people are so fun. But that's why you need to have people up on stage because yeah. you don't know who your listeners are where you're like, yeah. holy shit, yeah, let's go. Um, I've got to imagine if somebody likes watching us that they're probably insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's I, gotta, they have to be. That's got to be. I mean, we get some very fun messages already on the Giggle Boys Instagram. Yeah. Uh, some very cool people. But yeah, it's... Mike, you're on the show. You don't have to watch it. Um, Eli. Yeah, yeah, or Eli. You're on. <laughs> I'm reading the live chat. Yeah, yeah. You should probably do the show, but yeah, um, <laughs> he's a professional. That'll live there forever. You yeah, know? Um, yeah. But have those people up. Yeah, uh, do some type of weird fucking giveaway or, or do something fucking wild there. Uh, we did a gig in. Uh, we'll give everyone herpes. Yeah, we did a gig in Denver, Colorado, where I'm we married. were giving away tattoos on stage. Ah, fuck. See, I was going to say... Tattoo Glory Hole was the name of the... the we could have Zach Bogus. Because direct, directly across from where the, the studio is is where Eli got his ball sack tattoo of the Louis oh, Vuitton shit. logo. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Get, a, get somebody to come over and see if one of your listeners will get ta- tattooed light on stage. Yeah. We did Tattoo Glory Hole. We made a glory hole. You can put your arm or your leg through, and then you got a tattoo and whatever it was, it was. And we were Ooh, doing back-to-back oh, nights fun. in Denver. Uh was the name of that like the lonesome dove or something like that perfect uh, comedy place um either it's way like a steakhouse on sixth street yeah 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 uh, it's a good steak it's like the crying dove or whatever the fuck it was anyways um the first one was harambe because that was big at yep. the time um harambe had just i think died maybe like two months or something earlier obviously he would have loved your show by the way yeah he would have if he was here um and then the other one was like uh i think like a fucking AK forty seven, perfect. Yeah, yeah. But it was like huge. Yeah, that's very fun. Yeah. So shit like that is always a fucking blast. Where you're like, all right, great. Let's see how wild we can take this. Yeah. Because the next one we're doing, we're tattooing uh, Hillary Clinton onto somebody. Oh, fun. <laughs> she made a tweet like five days before the election in 2016, where she said, uh, "Happy birthday to this future president," and it was her as a kid. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's how convinced she was that she God. was going to win. So you have to get the whole tweet, including the retweets, the likes, all of oh, it. It just goes d- down your entire torso to your foot. So we're that, that's going to happen in a couple of weeks. Damn. Yeah. That poor soul. <laughs> what an incredible tattoo to have. But though. it's the greatest tweet ever. I don't know how you beat it. Yeah. Um, do you With know Gary's ev- face. Do you know Everett Byram? Uh-uh. So he is uh, one of the funniest people. I actually found him through Eli. But he tweets professional twitters all the time and facebook's and says outlandish crazy stuff but he one time commented on the facebook for arby's Mm -hmm. just like hey i have a coupon for a five dollar beefy deluxe and arby's replies like we don't have that sandwich here and he goes my wife left me for these sandwiches please give me the beefy deluxe (laughs) (laughs) and it's it's just like a hilarious troll but it got so popular that steve harvey put it on his show uh-huh. and steve harvey read it as if everett was commenting in earnest he's like this guy doesn't even know they don't make a beefy deluxe <laughs> <laughs> it's just like those those kind of tweets are my favorite for sure 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude's incredible. Yeah, his his at is Radmilk, and he's one of my favorite. He's accounts. the guy that created the meme about balls being where the pee is stored. Okay. The whole pee is stored yeah, in the balls, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's Everett. Okay. He's the genius behind that. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Like, shit, wild shit like that is great. So, yeah. um, do that. And then, uh, I, do you guys have Patreon? We do. Yeah. yeah Patreon.com slash Giggle Boys. There you go. Patreon.com slash Giggle Boys. Uh, a little of this, a little of that. All of our More old episodes. Uh, we put stand up. We had a roast battle, me versus Eli, that we put on there. Who won? Me. Yeah. 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 I had a roast battle against Casey uh, recently, uh, which was super interesting because Casey's comedy is very abstract. Yes. And bizarre. So getting to hear. And that's him, Casey Rocket, the worm. He, yeah, if he's still here. He was. Yeah. Uh, but he. He wrote roast jokes for me. My absolute favorite was he said, uh, Mike has tried to kill himself twice. One time as it was successful, and they brought him back to life by putting an apple pie in a windowsill. <laughs> and he floated back to life. <laughs> I was like, God damn, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I got him with he looked like a Cabbage Patch kid that grew up to be poor. So- <laughs> the old pie in the windowsill trick. <laughs> Have you seen Black Dynamite? Uh, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yes. Yeah. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. I listeners watch that. Yeah, they they know. Uh, I used to make a bunch of those movies where it was spoofs of like seventies movies. Yeah, but it was terrible. Where you could see like the boom guy in the mirror. Yeah, um, perfect. Yeah, uh, that's how I want to do my music video. Have you seen Squid Game? Not yet. So, dude, that's what I'm trying to get my wife into next. Because yeah. if I if I start it and it's great, uh huh. Without you, you, you know, you're married. Where it's yes. just like if you start it before the other person and it's great and you're like oh fuck mm-hmm. do i go all the way through this or do i do i tell him to come i'm very lucky journey? yeah my i wife, just went through that too yeah, yeah my wife's a narcoleptic not really but with tv shows mm-hmm. so we, we started watching it and we got like four or five episodes in and we're just hooked and then she falls asleep so the next episode's starting so i wake her up i'm like hey babe can i start the next episode yeah. or do we watch this together you can watch it <laughs> like yes i just finished it you gotta record that we dude. gotta discuss when it when you finish it because i'm upset but i'm also pretty happy you're upset about it the so, ending's stupid i yeah i don't want to spoil it for you yeah don't spoil it. it for the the, the audience because i haven't seen it yet but uh the the only ending that got me recently was uh the mayor of east town on hbo with uh kate winslet i didn't watch it spoil there's it some for pizzagate me. elements in the show too Spoil it uh, oh, for me. Y- y- yes. Um, I'll say this without spoiling for everybody else, just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of it, it was she was ended up being the most unlikable character ever, and she didn't murder anybody, didn't kill anybody, anything else. Wow. It was a decision she made against a friend, and I was like, oh, my God, you fucking bitch. And it was like, I, I love that they ended the show like that, mm-hmm. but I also hated the ending so much because I was like, why did you do that? Yeah. Um, uh, being unlikable is pretty on point for Delco. So Yeah. yeah. I, and it felt like it. And uh, just because you work here and he's from there where that show took place. But like, dude, when I was watching it, I was just like, oh, my God, why did you make that decision? Yeah. I don't think I've ever hated a character or a show so much. Like, you look at Dexter. That was okay. just like a shitty fucking ending to a great show. Right? Yeah. And it pissed me off. So How'd that like, end? How I Met Your Mother and everything else. Um, they're doing uh, another Dexter. Here's how bad it ended. I watched it, but I don't remember. Yeah, well, I won't tell anybody just in case you're watching it. Cause... It's so old. Fuck no, no, no. People here's still how... bench shit. Here's, here's how bad it ended. They shot two more seasons, and they start in like four months. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, they went back. They, when you say that the show is sold, that's how long people have been this angry about it, to where 
actually went back into the network and they were like, let's do two more seasons. Yeah. And That's how I felt about the end of Weeds, too. Oh, I got, so, I got so committed to that show. And then by the end of it, I wanted Nancy Botwin to die in a fire. Yeah, yeah. that started out. That was one of my favorite shows. Same. Yeah. And then the later ones were just like, it just you could tell it was written by an old woman. Dude, my my like she it, was innermost workings like, like I, Jinji Kumani Kenji or, or yeah, over yeah. under how many times you jerked off to Nancy Botwin? Zero. Absolutely zero. You're, you're, I don't find her sexually attractive Come at all. On. Maybe no. once. Come on. Really? I'd when, fuck when, her with a gun to my head, but that's it. When yeah. she used to do the straw with I'd the ice coffee. I'd fuck her with a gun to Mike's head. Oh, dude, yeah. I hated. So me and my wife talked about it. We tried to rewatch it. And every time she's drinking her fucking coffee with the straw like that, I was like, I wish Chris Brown was around <laughs> to just snuff this bitch in the face Exactly. Like she you slap it out of her hand, and then you just put your cock in her mouth, and you just she was face hot. fuck her. She I was thought, such I a anti-ray. dirty whore. I, I couldn't get into it. You know uh, who she was married to in real life? Who? Billy Crudup, one of my favorite actors. Really? Yeah. What is he from? And then he, uh, he started dating a younger lady, and uh, he moved on, and then she blew up. Like, we call that trading it in exploded. in the biz. Yeah. 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 What is Billy Crudup in it? Yeah. He was uh, one of the leads in Almost Famous. Never seen it. I wow. just watched Almost Famous. What is wrong with both great, of you? Great. I don't know. I, I, like, Why did we sign? Like, who, who? Entertainment-wise, you guys know nothing about like the entertainment industry, but you're in it. Well, yeah, Dude, we haven't I, worked I was, in it. I was talking about this with uh, a couple episodes ago. Asan Ahmad was on. I was saying for a very long time, I hated George Carlin. And I was like, what a hacky piece of shit. Just this unfunny loser. And then I listened to a history of stand-up comedy. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, he's a god. Yeah, He's an absolute god. I saw the tail end of his career. It's like going to see the Stones live right now. Like, you don't get any kind of taste for what they were like in their prime. Well, And you though. miss out on who they, like... Mick Jagger is still killing it. Yeah. I, if you go to a show, because they're, they're playing in Austin here on the 20th. Um, He's got to be drinking November. baby blood. Uh, dude, go watch it. Yeah. It will alter your mind. He will run around for two and a half hours straight. And now, everybody else is kind of within a five-feet radius of sure. where they should be. Mick Jagger runs around for two and a half hours, and it, you, you're watching it the entire time, and you're like... I'm a fucking piece of shit, dude. Like, yeah. I am a piece of shit. <laughs> you had me at alter my mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So take some drugs. They're, they're going out of the Texas Motor Speedway, I think. Oh, um, fun. The, um, yeah, so they're right over there. I just saw, Or Circuit of the Americas? Yes, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I just saw uh, Chris Stapleton there a few weeks ago. Oh, and, nice. Uh, How was that? Fucking great. Jesus Christ, that guy's amazing. Very cool. Um, but yeah, that, that will fucking blow your mind away. The, the best ending, though, to any TV show in the history of endings is uh, Six Feet Under. They Never seen it. Answer, I know you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> but Shameless. Oh, so Shameless got, what, two more years? Oh, no, they finished it. They oh, finished, it's done. They finished it. It's uh, too many episodes. They ended it, and the ending was beautiful. Was it really? It was. I, so, Does Frank die? He, he can should. I spoil it? Yeah, I'll spoil it. Spoilers. Frank dies, and in the Good. last episode, as he dies in the hospital, all the nurses are talking shit about him for being a frequent flyer, for being an alcoholic, and they go to check him, and then his spirit floats above the city of Chicago, and he looks down, and you see the lives of everybody besides Fiona. And they've all, like, grown up. And, like, he's given them all something. Oh, and that's great. It's, like, a very nice, like, they didn't get better, but they learned how to get better with what they had. Okay. Like, it was such a beautiful ending to it. I stopped watching Shameless because it gave me such terrible anxiety. I, I same. Yeah. So my, one of my good friends is in it, Steve Howey. Um, mm-hmm. He's been on the show numerous times. And uh, I should I just talked to him. To, how, long did, how long did it end? When was uh, it like a year ago, maybe less the, than a year. Oh, the ago. season finale? Yeah, the series finale the was series less finale. than a year ago because Shit. a friend of mine I never even said like, "Oh, hey, congratulations!" I didn't yeah. know because um, I'm with you. Like, and this is what I told him. I was like, "Look, the show is so good that I feel horrific 
with every single episode, and it was just so fucking yeah. heavy. I was like, I can't do this week in and week out. Um, yeah. I was, like, I was like, man, I can appreciate how great this is. You guys deserve all the awards and everything else, but like, so fucking heavy. That's how I felt about Breaking Bad. Oh, really? I couldn't get into. There was a bunch. There was like Game of Thrones and Sons of Anarchy going on at the same time, and I was like. I only have enough emotional capability for one of these at a time. Yeah. Breaking Bad was week after week. I was like, <gasps> like I was yeah. all in on Breaking Bad. Eli, um, you made the right choice. Jax Teller's story need to be told. Yeah. I was a big fan of that. Dude, Game of Thrones. So someone, I, I was against doing it. I was like, hey, listen, I like my incest porn old fashioned. No dragons, you know, but, <laughs> but someone was like insistent that I have to watch it. And they were like, all right, you have to watch this episode. And I can't remember the, the, which episode it was, but it's uh, two guys are fighting in the episode, and the dude thinks he's won, and he's, like, showing off a little bit. Season four, The Viper. Yeah, yeah. The Viper. He's, like, showing off. And this big monster of a man is like, oh, you think you're so cool? And then he grabs him, and he squeezes his skull to death. And he pushes his eyes in and just crunches his skull. And it's so gory Ooh, and vivid. Yeah. And that was my only introduction to the show. I was like, I don't, I don't want to watch this. That's scary. That's funny. Is that against uh, UFC rules? Yeah, you can't thumb in the eye. His thumbs were in his eyes, and he pushed them back through his skull yeah. and then shattered his skull with his hands. What if you just crushed their skull? If you were capable of such. I feel like that's legal. If you just put your hands against someone's I want head, Nganu to try yeah. that move. Because I feel like he's got the raw strength to just fucking... Yeah. Bah. But it's another large man. You can slap man. people. You can slap? Yeah. Have yeah. you watched the professional slappers? Oh, yeah. Big fans. So they were at the, uh, uh, yeah, the Jake Paul fight, the mm -hmm. one where he knocked out Ben Askren. Yeah. We were doing a live show of it, and they cut away to that, and I was like, this is just as entertaining as what the fuck we're watching. Absolutely. I loved his walkout. Fucking awesome. Um, oh, dude, he's... Ben Askren. It just him and then a guy holding a sign that says, hi, I'm Ben in Sharpie. The, the best is uh, uh, what he did to troll Tyson Fury's brother this week. Mm -hmm. Did you guys see that on his Instagram stories? No. So... Everybody's bitching at Jake to, to fight a real boxer, right? Yeah. Um, there was a guy on the undercard. It was Tyson Fury's younger brother. So Tyson Fury's fighting tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, he's the world champion. Did he get in trouble for beating up a Make-A-Wish kid, or was that made up? Uh, it was made up. Ah, uh, damn it. Should've. What but do you think about Jake Paul? Um, I think they're very, very smart businessmen. Yeah. And everything that they're doing is so fucking insane. Like, I don't like I, him. I, and, and that's fine. I don't. If I had to pick one, it would probably be Logan. Yeah, Logan, Logan's smart. He was entertaining on Vine. But both are very, very smart. And like, dude, when I, I, I think Jake's just riding his wave, or was the, until now. It, here's but the, didn't he do all of what's But it called? here's the reverse of it, is Jake is actually winning these fights. So like, Logan hasn't, I don't think Logan's won a fight yet, has he? I don't think so. At least it's no one noticeable. Guy or yeah, lost, lost him his, twice. Lost yeah, he got knocked twice. out by Mayweather, and then he held him up to keep it going. Yeah, I well, I was there, so we were sitting ringside with Chuck Ooh. Liddell for that. Um, That's so cool. It was so fucking muggy there that, to me, everyone lost their wallets. Uh, no, oh, no, 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 uh, no. So muggy. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, everyone had cups of coffee. It was yeah. an open air stadium in Miami. <laughs> that was the fucking hottest of all time. And yeah, like, dude, gross. They were just hanging on each other. To me, when he hit him with that shot, just because they were hanging on each other, it looked like Mayweather was just expecting it, anyways. I don't think he knew. Um, that's my guess. Because mm -hmm. we were sitting there and it was so fucking... I mean, we were drenched in sweat. This was an open-air stadium. And, like, those guys were in the ring. And I was... I'm exhausted watching it. So, yeah. like, it's just the way it felt. Um, I know on TV it probably looked like shit. But, like, in there it was cool. And, and you were like, all right, you understood it. But um, I think it was smart. When I walked into that stadium and looked up at the fucking huge Jumbotron and saw a real fight card photo of 
Jake or a Logan Paul versus Mayweather, I was like, these brothers are brilliant. Yeah. They're brilliant. And now Jake is actually beating people. So, like, you, you still have to train. You still have to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really fucking difficult what he's doing. So I'm going to kick his ass one day. Uh, everybody says that, and they, they will not. Eli, I really, I really hope that. I hope that we can get this network and your career big enough to do a Drinking Bros, Eli Helper versus Jake Paul, and I will commentate ringside while getting extremely high. What other comedians? Gonna be his walk what out. other comedians are fighting people? Uh, Luis J. Gomez is fighting somebody, right? Yep. Uh, Brendan Schaub, if you can call him a comedian, he's, is fighting I people. wouldn't call him a comedian, okay. and he's also not fighting people. He's not fighting anybody anymore, but uh, not a lot. Um, Luis J. Gomez, though, I want to spar with him. Yeah, I mean, he's down. He trains a couple times a week, I'm pretty sure. He's fighting someone. Isn't it a Wolf? Josh, not Josh Wolf, but... Uh, <laughs> Josh Wolf would be hilarious. Dude, he's uh, been in Austin a handful of times. The, the, I keep the, missing the, him. I'm a huge guy. fan of that guy. Oh, man, why am I forgetting? Uh, he oh, was on oh Chuck, he was on our show. He, he was, was on, on Ch- Chuck's show. God damn it. Yes, you're right. Shaved head, lots of tattoos, uh, whatever. Look up the last episode of Icebreakers. Uh, Ellis. Well, Jason Ellis. Yes, fighting Jason Ellis. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What, uh, boxing or MMA? I believe MMA. Oh. Because Jason Ellis had fought MMA before, yes. And then Lewis said that he could fight him, and they were talking shit back and forth. And I think, uh, yeah, Bisbing was, like, training him a little bit. And then yeah. Lewis was posting all his videos, getting in shape. Because it's really about being in shape. Like, if you're in shape, it can go those rounds. Like, Who was Bisping against on that uh, UFC, like, game show, Ultimate Fighter or whatever? Jason Mayhem Miller? No, nah, I think it was Dan Henderson, maybe? Yeah. Dude, Jason Mayhem Miller is a... F- Do you guys know about him? Yeah. He's a fucking character, but, man. You Georgia, watch do you know? Interviews. Was he against Hendo? Yeah, he was against Hendo, I believe, in the Ultimate so Fighter. So I watched, that's the only season of that show I ever watched, and I developed such a hatred for Michael Bisping that I was like, I hope this guy gets raped in front of his family. Oh, yeah. I, and then I, because he was just such a piece of shit, and just, you fucking, like, I hope an American comes and murders him. Like, <laughs> I got so patriotic about it. <clears throat> and then the more I've watched him, he's such a nice dude. Yeah. And, like, he's a great person. He's a great fighter, and he's awesome to listen to talk. Like, oh, all right, I was just, they, they got me. I fell for all of the marketing. Yeah. I hated a British person for being British. I always fall for the marketing yeah. and everything else. Like, mm-hmm. even yesterday, like, the, the Wilder Fury press conference and all mm-hmm. their bullshit. Like, I'm like, dude, I'll buy that tomorrow night. I'll, yeah. I'll be watching it. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Bisping fought Jason Mayhem Miller, and this guy has the most insane walkouts ever. He's, he's just, like, in a spacesuit dancing with, like, 15 Japanese schoolgirls. Really? Yeah. And then he just comes out, and he, he's a good fighter, too, or he was. And then I, I looked up his interviews, and he has this one where he, he, it starts off, and he's just talking about, like, how he could beat the shit out of the, all the camera guys, and everyone was like, yeah, I could kick all you guys' asses. Whoa, 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 martial arts. And then, <laughs> and then he's just, like, sipping his drink, and then he's like, yeah, I beat people up for a little. That's what I do. And then he just tosses his glass and just shatters in his backyard. And I'm like, this guy's insane. I love him. Uh, I'm all in on it. That's, that's what all of this shit should be. Yeah. Um, it's all entertainment Dude, thanks for having me today. Dude, thank you so much for being on This was a blast Fuck yeah, dude I appreciate it Well, cheers Giggle Boys, how do you guys end it? Uh, uh, usually abruptly and weird Yeah well, I, w- I would say go to iTunes Rate the show a five-star and leave a Oh, that's Ooh. a great point Yeah, give yeah. us a five-star review We're at like 60-something now yeah. let's, get, let's get to 100, Two baby. smart business things that's Help us with business That's the only thing that will drive you up into the charts Is the reviews on iTunes Interesting Yeah, yeah. 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 What are you well, waiting for? Yeah, Get why aren't you on iTunes yet, you piece of sh- I, awesome human? <laughs> I'm a professional. We will see you next week. We will not be airing on our usual time of Saturday this week, and this is taking that spot. Yeah. And uh, I think it was for the best. I think so, too. <laughs> Look at that Jesus behind me. That's Danny Trejo. 